Episode 98,99,100,101 of 101 Things I Wish My Dad Taught Me. Brought to you by one of the most powerful human development awareness made public in the past 100 years, the universal laws of nature. If you are reading or listening to this article you are one of the few people on the planet who are blessed to know something beyond rhetoric. What I've spent my life doing is translating the universal laws that exist in the entire universe and that govern all things, which could be said to be the mind of God, into everyday language for everyday people to feel and build inspiration. And although this work is for everyday people it is not everyday people that will pick it up, nor use it nor understand the power of it. Most people are running their lives based on the memes that they have inherited from the past. Those memes dictate how we react to things. If there is war we jump up and down and scream that's bad. If there is a divorce we jump up and down and think the end of the earth is coming and we are the most devastated human being that ever walked the planet. If we have some problem at work we think the world is coming to an end. But it's not. It's just that we have learned a paradigm that takes what happens organically in nature and calls it bad. It isn't bad, our expectations are bad. Expectations block love. And love is pretty important for most aspects of human mental and emotional health. But love is very rarely mentioned as the remedy for mental health problems at work or for those going through depression at home, love is very rarely mentioned as the solution or the lack of it as being the cause. But we want to change, we want to change everything. We want to change how other people treat us we want to change how the company treats us we want to change how we receive information from other people we want to change how the world works we even want to change how Vladimir Putin runs their country. We want to change religious beliefs and we want to change everything and the one thing we don't want to change most often is our meme. But these memes keep us locked into a cycle of artificial intelligence. The intelligence we are using is artificial and has been humanly created in order to help people in history overcome fear. So if you subscribe to a meme that has been developed to help people overcome fear you are also subscribing to the fear. If you look at the foundation of all organized religion you will see at its core teachings that overcome fear. Fear of bad things happening fear of your neighbor coming in and having an affair with your partner and so on. Then add to this our aspiration for wealth and success. And wealth and success does not come from subscribing to memes. But we do. We continue to say that if my relationship doesn't work I have failed. We continue to say that the best home for children is one where two parents who don't love each other make a house. We continue to say that working in the wrong job for the right money is a great thing too. We continue to say that if I have stress it's the fault of my work or my lifestyle. We continue to say that there are things such as depression and ADHD, that are not my fault. We even say that if I'm fat it's a metabolic issue. And yet there are a few of us that want to know what is really going on and therefore really want to lead. There are a few of us who have been cooked in the stew of these memes and gone to all sorts of so-called help environments, spent a fortune on therapy, become a Freudian graduate, learnt the art of Tantra and still found we were standing in a bucket of poo. There are a few of us who said something has to be different and we finally realize that it starts with how we think. If we think that things will change while we don't change how we think we are actually heading in the direction of what's called mental health. In the corporate world, a group of people who have mental health problems themselves have labeled the company as the cause of people's stress and mental health problems rather than saying the individual is accountable. We know better because we study nature's universal laws we understand that what goes on in a human mind manifests outside of it. We know that if we talk to ourselves as this we are monkeys we will get bananas. We know that if we treat ourselves as if we are immune from all the diseases that come on earth we will catch them. We know that if we act in why is that are self-depreciating but try to get the approval of others we end up disliking ourselves and being disliked. We get it in the end that something has to be different if we really want to live from our heart, do a good job, make some money, have some love, and end up at the end of the trip, with an empty tank, and no regret. 
We know that we are not what we think. We know that we are not our work. We know that there are two sides to everything. We know that we are not accountable for what other people think of us. But we do also know that we have the ability to impact these things. And we know how it starts and where it finishes. It starts and finishes inside our own thought process and unless we are willing to change this thought process we will get what we've always got. If you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you've always got. It is hilarious when I talk to people who want to change jobs because they don't like the company they work for all somebody in the company they work for and they think that if they change their job they will find a place where those things don't happen. What a waste of a time what a waste of life. Also know that subscribing to the idea that you can hold a single mindset forever 2477 days a week is a joke. For example we have spoken about stillness but stillness is a state of mind you go to when you're on stage or in the midst of a storm or dealing with stress. Stillness is simply the ability to handle pain whether it be emotional or mental or physical. In order to have stillness, you need to have the opposite. So if you think that you can meditate and find stillness and stay there in some illusion that monks or somebody on earth is in a state of perpetual stillness you are in a meme that needs to be challenged because you can't achieve what you're saying. It's the same as being a leader you have to be able to go home and take off your leadership jacket and be you. You switch on for leadership and you switch off. It's not a permanent state of life. The same goes for gratitude if you think you are going to be grateful 2477 days a week you're just kidding yourself. We are evolve at the border of chaos and order and therefore we evolve at the border of gratitude and ingratitude. So the work is not holding a space. Work is knowing how to get back to a space when we need to. For example your diet will have equal ingratitude as does gratitude. Now you might think that you are a highly evolved being that is able to hold gratitude no matter what happens to you but that is just rubbish. You will have, because of your own evolution continuous vacillation between ingratitude and gratitude. We know that gratitude is a great place to be but we also must respect that ingratitude is the feeder system that evolves and grows the amount of gratitude we have. The only question you have is how quickly you can go from ingratitude to gratitude. The faster you go the more ingratitude you get. It is like a gumball machine where you put in 10 cents and you get a gumball by turning the handle. The faster you turn handle, the more 10 cents you put in, the more ingratitude you have to deal with. This is why the most people who have mental health problems on earth aspire to peace. They think it is a permanent state of being where everybody is being nice to everybody else and nobody is telling the truth and nobody confronts their bullshit. So when you say to somebody who aspires to this so-called species space, I think you could do a better job, they freak out because somebody disturbed the peace. Nothing on earth is at peace. Nothing. Not a single molecule. And yet somebody sold the myth that if you do XYZ you'll end up at peace. Well, to all those hippies who are in California who are meditating 24-7 to bring the world to peace I would like to introduce you to Vladimir Putin, COVID, sexual slave trade of children and more. The more one person six peace the more they will create its opposite somewhere in the planet. The universal laws don't lie. So, of the 100 things I wish my dad had taught me, the top three the universal laws. I wish dad had have been able to say to me son, don't waste your time trying to validate your emotions. I wish my dad had have said to me son, stick to your vision, the rest of life is adaptation. I wish my dad had have said to me, son, the failures and the challenges of your future life are the soil that is fertile for you to become you, do not beat yourself up for things going wrong but rather become a better person because of it. I wish my dad had have said to me, son, try to break free of your family inheritance, don't worry about me I will be okay, instead, focus on changing what you think so you give more of yourself to the world because that is what needs to change. I really hope you've enjoyed or at least been challenged by these 100 things I wish my dad had taught me. There are another thousand more. But that would be an unrealistic expectation. 
And I'm going to finish with this incredible quote, a quote that my father taught me. And it goes like this when I was 18 I was shocked at how stupid and dumb my father was, but when I turned 21 I was so surprised to see what he had learned in the last three years. And I think if we extrapolate this, for all of us it is really easy to say we think we know it, it is easy to say that we do not need to challenge our thought process, it is easy to say that we have found a watch that tells the right time, but, we will all with the wisdom of hindsight see that what we thought we knew we didn't. The challenge is to remain open. The challenge is to let go. The challenge is to have a focus that is app and unrelenting appetite to love the world and yourself more and to do better for others. The challenge therefore is to get beyond self-obsession by understanding ourselves more, rather than trying to fix who we are, to celebrate it and use it for the good of others. That's what I call, leadership. That's the end of the 100 things I wish my dad had taught me. Live with spirit, Chris.